Welcome to Empowered. I'm Ben. I'm My John. name is Nick. <laughs> and I'm Zane. And today we're having a special episode of Empowered. Uh, tis the season of uh, various holidays. So, uh, Merry Christmas Manipulation. Uh, happy Hanukkah Generation. Um, happy Kwanzaa Physiology. And everyone have a fine, dignified Ramadan. <laughs> I like that one. What about us winter solstice people? What do we the get? Winter, winter solstice. Um, you get to be conquered by uh, other people. I so, think they don't so, have internet. Winter solstice bow construction. <laughs> there you go. Um, and yeah, so today we're going to take a look at some of our favorite holiday movies uh, and discuss what would be different about them if one of the characters had a superpower. Now, this can be a power that you've selected uh, or I can just hit random. Um, any questions before we begin? How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? How any are other you questions? Doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm <Listen>. awkward. <laughs> listener, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. Yeah, yeah right. So we right never we me. never talk to the listener. I just want to make sure they're doing okay. That's listener, a good point. We right haven't caught up with the listener in a while. Like listener, the listener yeah. has listened to episodes of Empowered, so they're probably not doing great. <laughs> I mean, who listens Is to the, the listener, you know? <laughs> oh, that's a great point. Nick. They're probably Let's doing better than people who create <laughs> oh. episodes of Empowered at the very least, so. <laughs> yeah, they've got something wrong with them. <laughs> so um, I guess I'll start us off. Sure. Um, every year, uh, winter tradition, we watch uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol, one of the finest Aww. Muppet films and Christmas films. And uh, the classic story, Ebenezer Scrooge, rich old guy, ghosts haunt him, uh, and then he becomes a good guy. There's more I... gravy than grave of you. Uh, hi, I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, and, and I posit to the gallery, uh, what would be different if he had heat vision? If, if uh, Scrooge had heat vision? If Ebenezer Scrooge had heat vision. Well, uh, what was his business again? Did he sell, He'd be melting down gold thing? into, like, crazy yeah. stuff. His, his business, what, whatever you think of Scrooge McDuck, that's Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, well, he's a money lender. He finances people. He was a loan shark. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he could break... He, he so closed on some a houses. A pinch penny. He doesn't need yeah. to break legs anymore. Just, you know... A humbug. If um okay, so I guess the first question is: Does heat vision work on the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future? See now, that's uh, interesting. I think so, he would try to use. To so use you're heat saying so? You know, it is funny. Uh, aside from a, a poker, <laughs> uh, Scrooge never goes on the offensive. <laughs> he just <laughs> yeah, he's assumes very... he's gonna well, lose. How did if he Tiny tries Tim to... get that? Uh, get that crutch? How did How did Tiny Tim get break his leg? Oh, you think that there was some <laughs> like uh, so he was sending some dudes over with uh, some uh, baseball bats? <laughs> to his bats, whatever the hell they had. He's got the motivation. Everyone hates Tiny Tim. He's got the <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> and then the third thing that. It, I don't care about. <laughs> Where's Dan? Because I've already tried him guilty. So, uh, uh, in the so Muppet it, version specifically, the ghost of Christmas past is is ghostly. So I don't think Heat Vision works there. But present is just a Muppet, just a big. You don't Muppet. know because it also gets cold, right, when she shows up. So maybe heating up the environment messes with her. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. possible. It's also possible that she's cold because temperature is not a thing that she cares about so she just doesn't got the homeostasis stasis stasis there 
Um, and then, but he, if you did put Heat Vision in anywhere in a Muppet property, I think that's akin to a nuclear strike. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if you're not like planning to use it, it's very bad to have it around. Yeah, it's bringing a bazooka yeah. to a spoon fight. It's a it's a policy oh, of Nick. Tell us, tell me about your spoon fighting. <laughs> Rule number one: is spoon fighting. We don't talk about spoon fighting. What, what are what are the? There's Mark a card game called Kingsbury Spoons rules. where you kind of do fight with spoons. You know, mm-hmm. you ever play spoons at a fan. You know, spoons are flying everywhere. It's usually played with relatives, so you got a lot of resentment going on. There's this, that I think that game was just a way to uh, codify for the for the naysayers um, a time honored tradition of spoon fighting that has existed for generations. Mm. What uh, two consenting adults do in their bedroom is not the business of anyone. But <laughs> that's right. Um, I just have like an image of like two consenting adults both just sitting on the bed and just whacking each other lightly with spoons and giggling. Mm-hmm. No, you'd be spooning and then big, punching big spoon each other or little spoon. Automatically. Uh, I the always thought the that. I always thought it was weird that um, Scrooge, like when he's had his revelation and he orders the young boy to go pick him up a fine fresh goose. The one uh, as big as me? That's right, my good boy. Um, <laughs> and oh, then he, he just brings he it. He doesn't say how he's going to cook it. Yeah, he brings it right Saying over. It's solved so the it riddle. It takes forever. It's like, it's like an hour per pound of bird, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Piggy. Unless, he, unless someone's well, got time to burn, he's, he's not so, actually I'm working. I'm so hungry. Or I go by Keenan and Cal logic, and he stole an already cooked Christmas uh, goose from someone else, and then brought it over. Ah, there it went. And then pocketed the money that Scrooge gave him. I think we need to realize that with Keenan and Cal logic. Yeah, I want to see how that livens things up. I I do like that uh, he probably save on heating bills by mm. just you know he could like heat up some yeah. stuff and put it underneath the you know like a bedpan kind of thing. Wait, no bedpans for peeing. What's the thing that you put under the covers? Him. That's how they convince him not to be open on Christmas because they'll spend money on the precious coal. Yeah, but if he just has heat vision, he's making them come in anyway. He got to get haunted during the daytime. Yeah, I almost think that that would be bad for him because his <laughs> his true skill lies in manipulating others. And not providing an actual like service or positive outcome. So like, if he actually has something to contribute, oh yeah, in, in like in heat generation, he he loses his purpose. He goes hollow. Hmm. Not if he he's char- w- he'd have to use it to be like a terrible extractive capitalist. Some sort of mm-hmm. extreme like like a overbard. He would be like the president. Or like the he, king or the emperor, and he would. Yeah, he yeah. well, he would have to like threaten. And then we like, would need significantly more ghosts in order to convince him. Hey, you should change your attitude, dude. We we would just have more ghosts. Just because you've been blessed <laughs> with heat fish, doesn't mean you get to be an ass. And that's a great question. Like, did these ghosts were they mandated from one of his employees? <laughs> like, how did they happen? Well, Bob well, here's came. the thing. Here's the thing that I've always wondered about a Christmas Carol is why Scrooge? Like, why does he get to have a life affirming revelation? Like, think how many assholes there are out there. There's that dude who's stealing shit from people. He's off scot free and going That's a to hell. Crime. Well, there's the guy in the. Listen, that runs the ghosts are that you got to go for the highest efficacy turnover rate, right? Like. If you convince, if you can convert Scrooge, that's going to trickle down. It's going to help all everybody out. <laughs> trickle down. So we all trying to rules. Like everybody wanted to respond to that. Are we operating under the yeah. assumption that all of Dickens' uh, works exist in the same universe? Because if so, like who else is there other than oh, Oliver's well, douchebag? Oh, fuck Charles Dickens. First of all, why don't we? What well, do we I'm do? just going. I mean, there's other people he's, in, he's a, a, in a Christmas writer. Carol. Yeah. No, bad we don't writer. know. He could be like the ultimate evil in this world. 
I, I think it's because his business partner conveyed to him beyond the grave. Like ev- everybody who dies gets one like death wish. Uh, and this Ooh. guy was really thoughtful and gave it to, to try and help Scrooge. Well, was a dick I would make life. my death wish not to die. But okay. Bob Marley. Yeah, that Jacob and right. Bob Marley. Oh, Bob yeah. Cratchit. Uh, okay. Oh, what's it? Jacob Marley. Yeah, it was... Jacob Marley. Muppet, ver- Muppet version also has Bob Marley. Emmanuel Dickin life. I've, I've seen that. I've <laughs> seen that Muppet can. at a carnival before. Uh, cool. Muppet Bob Marley is a fun prize. Well, uh, isn't that that's kind of like uh, uh, what's his name? The he's the stage manager in Muppets Tonight. He's the catfish dude. He's kind of he's got dreadlocks. He's kind of a Bob Marleyish oh, sort yeah. of ch- chap. <laughs> Didn't Ziggy Marley have something to do with the Muppets? Am I crazy? That sounds familiar. Both are possible. <laughs> Ziggy Marley? Bob Marley's son, who had a hit called... I don't know about this pantheon. <laughs> he had a top how 40 is, How is he related to David Bowie? He, was called Tomorrow, <laughs> he had a hit called Tomorrow People. It was in the top yeah. 40, and it was his only... Actually, didn't Bob Marley only... Did Bob Marley ever make a top 40? I didn't think you knew nope. things that weren't <laughs> Japanese game shows, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that told you about freaking Fred Stoller... And all this other <laughs> stuff that you guys are like, oh, I don't know what that is. Oh. Fred Stoller's yeah, but like, great. Educate us, Father Josh. Fred Stoller's like $35 on Cameo, by the way. That dude. I, that, I bought the Cameo from one we did from him. <laughs> he, he did, yeah. He did. Uh, For less than $35, by the way. Why don't, why don't we move on to a new, a new movie? Does anybody have a movie they would like to discuss? Yeah, I got one. Okay, Ben. What, I, uh, what, I also what's your loaded up some film? powers. Yep. Uh, so we're going to go with. The time-honored favorite, uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Uh, do you want me to find you a power? or I already loaded up a couple of powers. What do you got? Uh, and I think the one that I want to use here, Empathic Projection. Can you clarify okay, to remind us what that is? <laughs> you are able to project your emotions onto another. Okay. Now, I want... I want... <laughs> Two and it's separate thought processes. Your emotions, here. Like, yes, you, you have to. You it, must to have the emotion first. So you can't like give Bob uh, Jacob's emotions. And remind me, what's the surname of these of these gentlemen? <laughs> Bob, Bob and Jacob Cratchit from Marley. the previous movie, and then Jacob <laughs> Marley from the previous movie. We don't. We, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, so Ben, um, the only yes, emotion that have... the bandits and Kevin have in that film is a desire to murder. <laughs> well, that's that's true. You're not going to get very far with that. Um, but I want I want to go around the table and and uh, you can choose which one you want to um, which one which you, which one you want to discuss. If Kevin had this power, or if the bandits had this power, how would they use it in their? Uh, I, I kind of escapade. Kind of leaning toward calling this a, a turf war, honestly. <laughs> Gang violence. Sure. Does anybody need a refresher on the plot of Home Alone? Too, um. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a kind of a confession. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've watched a Christmas movie since like 2004. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's been a <laughs> yeah, long. And I, I, and I, I, I was born in 1995. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. This, I might have watched me, it when I was eight. Most of these movies. Let me. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be. Let me briefly summarize the plot of this. Um, parents go on vacation. Yeah, they forget their kid. Uh, Kevin runs into Donald Trump at the airport in a really weird way. 
Uh, he gets shipped off to New York while everybody else is in, I think, Paris. No, they're in yeah. Florida. And, in, this, in the second one, they're in Florida. And, uh, uh, oh, because aren't they point, in, like, a shitty motel? Yep. And yeah. at some point, they, um, the the bandits, the Sticky Finger bandits. Formerly the Wet they, Bandits. Mm-hmm. Yes. They've rebranded. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I mean, that's a solid move. Like Pivot. Yeah, seriously. You gotta I pivot. mean, Scrooge could learn a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But um, they they want to fuck up this little kid, and it's never clear why. What's uh, revenge? I think I got revenge. I think revenge I got the. the I think that's the plot of it. Is they're they the same? They're the same guys kid. as the first Home Alone. Yeah, right. They yeah. are, and and they have chosen as their hill to die on, stealing from somebody who has very probable sociopathic tendencies. <laughs> And well, way too much know-how in how to rig paint cans to hit you in the balls. Well, and these guys oh, are idiots. I thought they, you were. T- yeah. oh, sorry, go. No, no, no go I was just ahead, they're idiots because they basically tell Kevin exactly what they're going to do before they do it. Yeah. We're going to rob this toy store. Well, right. You, again, going back to the supervillain logic of why are you telling them your plan? Just do it, you idiot. Just do it. Because again, yeah. done that they wouldn't have known. But then again, the plot wouldn't have happened. And by the way, there's a joke uh, on the DVD they make for the commentary, which is supposedly Hughes wrote the first movie over a weekend. <laughs> and then they go, wow, it must have been, like, if you wrote the first one over the weekend, like, just hit copy and paste. You must have got the second one done in, like, what, an hour and a half? <laughs> I also had a weird watch. revelation the other day. Uh, if John Hughes left a room and Robert Zemeckis walked in, I would not know the difference. <laughs> Those two dudes look freakishly Valid. alike. Or did Valid. look freakishly alike. <laughs> so I think well, if you can you use could... your brain if if you could project emotions there's a couple of ways you can do this i'm picturing kevin projecting the like desire to booby trap this uh abandoned building onto third parties right he can delegate he can have an army of shit keep his hands clean (laughs) right right he can be halfway across the block and slip on the ice and die that way I'm kind of seeing like the uh, owner of the toy store having like an empathy bomb in New York. Like yeah. he's like, like j- exploding empathy into like uh, uh, the the citizenry of New York, and all of a sudden like Tim Curry's not an asshole. Like the third yeah. Batman movie, like Bane. Didn't they have a giant bomb? Or like by that I mean the one with Bane in it. And there was. I mean, if you think about it, every bomb is an empathy bomb <laughs> because it makes people sad. <laughs> Yeah, it makes everybody feel the same emotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang it yourself. It's very, very relatable. It's very, very uniting uh, force. I think that this this power goes against Kevin. Because Zane, I love the idea about delegating. I don't think he wants to share that glory. Oh, yeah. I think that he is in it to be the one at the top of the staircase and, like... Neener, neener. You yeah, know, you, I mean, you're, you're, he, you're he wants get... to taunt them. The you're, bird lady kind of has this power. Yeah. Specific to birds, but yes. <laughs> that only works well, on and Kevin. That, yeah, I don't think it works on the Kevin's mostly bird. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is a whole new side of this movie now. Yeah, because I if, mean, why did they have why why did they have such a rapport? What ornithological uh, aspects of Kevin can we really digest? <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if he if he imparts his emotions onto the sticky bandits, uh. What are his emotions? His emotions um, are, fear. I want those sticky bandits to get hurt, and then they just punch themselves in the balls. <laughs> Anger. No, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's some amount of like insidious cunning. There, I, I don't know what the emotion is that that gives him the 
the I don't know what the muse precisely is that lets he's... him do traps. Well, what it's emotion did H.H. Like... Holmes have? Like, what was his emotion? If you, we have a real life example. Put, if you put, uh, oh, heroin addiction. Oh. If you so withdrawal. Is Holmes a real life example? Uh, in any case, <laughs> it, 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 I don't think Kevin has the emotions. I think he goes into this sociopathic frenzy. He's just trying to maximize damage. So this power it, would be it, useless. Well, no, if they no. let bandits have it, then they can project it on him. Right. Well, if, if Kevin has it and he's he's automatically projecting it on the wet bandits, all of a sudden they become much more credible threat because they're not getting in their own way with their weird psychosis. Well, the better <laughs> option for them would be to uh, get an army to go... Like, the previous thing of having Kevin build the army, it would be better for them to build an army to have people who empathize with them. So then that way they could get off when they get arrested. They, uh, they don't have resources. They have the... They're robbing children. <laughs> No, but if they can make other people empathize with them, it's like, oh, wow, that does suck. I'm not going to punch you. I do want to I understand why you pinched my butt. Now I'm not going to punch you in the face and let you kill this kid. That's a key part in the movie. It is a key part in the movie. That's true. Yes. I'm not arguing that. What about Kevin's What about Kevin's mom? Like, she is just trying to... O'Hara. She's so worried about her little boy. And, like, she meets resistance at every turn. No, what like if Kevin's abusive uncle had the power? You know, the one that Chris says, you little twerp? Oh, yeah. yeah. You little I thought that was his older brother. Buzz? Well, they're both assholes. Buzz. Buzz the cousin? Okay, here's yeah, something for the first movie that still grinds my gears. The, okay. Like, Buzz is an yeah, asshole in the middle of this concert, and absolutely every fucking person in that audience is also an asshole. They're like, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's the dick interrupting the whole fucking concert, man. Fuck Buzz. <laughs> we call that a horror laugh. It's when you go, ah, oh. But you, <laughs> but you go, oh, to hide the fact that you think it's hilarious. So if they... We missed the horror laugh. He, Kevin already punched them before everybody could do the aww part. Mm. Mm. I gotta be real. I've never seen Home Alone 1. I've only seen Home Alone 2 multiple times. <laughs> I've seen Home Alone 1, but I don't remember what the, the kerfuffle at the on the on the stage was. Uh, Buzz already... borrows a candle from one of the kids next to him, and he lights up the back of Kevin's ears while he's singing his solo, and then he presents to do, to do a drum solo, and every right. fucking adult in the audience loses their goddamn minds. <laughs> they're like, well, they're, this they're... is Rodney Dangerfield. How is this the funniest thing since fucking humor was invented? Nick, they're they're going to a Christmas recital expecting to be bored out of their minds. The bar is low. <laughs> these are parent these are privileged parents of Chicago era children in the nineteen nineties. They're they're not getting a lot of exposure to good comedy. Respect for your own fucking kid. No. You no. think well, and again, a lot of these are probably going to be like relatives of them, like Kevin's douchebag uncle that we said earlier. He may have been the the catalyst for the laughter. Like he definitely, yeah. he would definitely laugh. Not yes. a, and then oh, he would 100%. spread that emotion to everyone yeah. else. It, there we yes. go. That's okay. exactly what happened. <laughs> All right, full circle, baby. Maybe Buzz had that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good enough. Who's up I love that one? for that whole thing. Allie was just like cocking her head from side to side, trying to gauge whether or not we were putting her on. Uh, trying to dis- like trying to discuss the plot of Home Alone two and recognizing how fucking batshit crazy it is. Wow, you were really yeah. confused. Yeah, I, I mean, Alone. I learned really a lot. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Josh, what do you got? Uh, we we want to go because I want to do. Let's do it. Oh, you want to go? Claus- yeah. Okay. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. 
The beloved so 1963 oh, uh, classic. Yeah. I feel like I can write the okay. script in my head, but yeah. but walk us through what this movie does. Uh, Just real quick, Mark, is there a plot yeah. twist? <laughs> or am no, I pretty much, pretty much do exactly I know what you think it's okay. going to be? Yeah, it's great. It's uh, Mars. All the kids are depressed, and the parents of Martian children are like, "Why are our kids depressed?" It's like, well, they don't have Christmas, jerk. So they're how like, well, do how they do we get... differentiate these children as being Martian? They are. They have. They're. They're wearing Good. green outfits, yes. and they have the green and like, face. And that's doesn't Mars not they have wearing a North Pole? Doesn't Mars not have a magnetic field? So there's no North Pole or something. That's not in the movie. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but they have a wise old man who tells them, you know, the kids are sad because they don't have. Who's a, a wise old Martian? Yeah, yeah wise old Martian guy. Right. Old man. Who's... You can tell because he's wearing green clothes and has green skin. I I want to just divert for just a second. Have you Shocker. ever seen a person wearing the exact shade of, <laughs> of their skin? That is yeah, horrifying. Um, yeah. No. Well, they have yeah, those flesh suits suit. usually when they are when they need to do a nude scene for a movie, yeah. Uh, and Alanis Morissette. What else do you know about flesh suits? Yeah. Oh, baby. So, I've so Josh, forgotten more about flesh a... suits than you'll ever know. <laughs> Josh, do you have a power the... for this, or should I uh, hit random? No, go ahead. Give me a power. Okay, but they so abduct Santa, take him, Santa makes them all happy, and they're like, okay, you can go home. Yay, happy Christmas. Okay, well, what if Santa Claus had insect mode? Okay. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Specific. Okay, well, I, I have they found insect life on Mars yet? Because if not, then this isn't going to do Oh, well. they would have to be, like, some sort David of David Bowie didn't clear monster, that up? Right? I, I think um, it would be a different kind of insect. You can get kind of weird with it. But yeah, you can turn into different insects. Um, oh, insects are already fucking bananas. Yeah. Have you looked at a wasp lately? Yeah. Or they're, praying mantis? They shouldn't they're, exist. They're just, yeah, they're vehicles. They're not like They're actual... sticks with poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no actual heart or brain in there. Why do praying mantises dance? I forget that. Why do they're they do that? Why do you dance, Nick? Yeah, are Honestly, you I have that same question. <laughs> Why, when something happens at a regular pulse, like all of a sudden is my head like bopping side to side? I don't know. I love how every time you hear anything, it just registers as what is love. Oh. What is love? Maybe it'll hurt me. <laughs> and so he would dance like a bumblebee for this. Everyone's um, favorite German mm. artist, Hathaway. I guess so. Yeah. If if Santa Claus pull. could dance, which is now the power. Okay. Oh. Insect dance. <laughs> if Santa Claus if Santa Claus could turn into ants and get into people's pants to make them dance. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Interesting. But to, tributary. Just the one thing. I'm sorry, but these Martians aren't wearing pants. They're wearing uh full like they're wearing. That's gonna be wearing poorly pants, for them something that could be wearing pants. How was this pants. released in 1964? <laughs> this is. Scandalous. Everybody was Gumby <laughs> things. Yeah, it was there. basically Gumby. You know, they have no crotch. They were all Donald Duck in it. Yeah. Um, so it, does this take place on Mars? Like, could Santa turn into, like, a bee and start pollinating and, and terraform Mars? Uh, in theory, yeah. A good portion of it takes place on Mars. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Martians go to Earth, kidnap Santa, take him back, and then Santa makes everybody happy. But then it's Oh, like, he gets kidnapped! Yeah, yeah, he does this not go willingly. This isn't out yeah. of the goodwill of <laughs> this, his... This isn't the president calling up Santa like, it's time, we need you. Well, there is a big subplot that... I've been that, born for this moment. There's a subplot that right, never gets... I'll come re- back for just one job, <laughs> but I'll make it quick. There is a subplot that never gets resolved, which is the fact that all the uh, superpowers of the world are like, we need Santa back, and so they literally like go mm-hmm. out of their way, spend millions of dollars... 
try to find the one astronaut willing to go, kind of like an Armageddon, to risk their life to go up to Mars to save Santa. But it never really gets resolved. You just sort of bring up the fact that everybody's worried about Santa. How do we That's get awesome. these children joy? I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's faces are on point, everyone. Yeah. Uh, what, what, would yeah. a Martian, what would a Martian want for Christmas? Same crap we wanted when we were kids. Toy guns, toy dolls. Uh, when, go, kids, when we were kids in the 60s. I guess when we were kids in the 60s. What kind of society do they have? So like uh, Flintstones sort of brand vitamins or... Yeah. Like, are they are they mercilessly capitalistic? Are they some weird, like, military state? What's well, going on over there? I think it's the opposite problem is they don't have that autocracy because it's just a, uh, it's kind of like a communist society, if I recall correctly. They have a chairman of, a board of chairmen that basically decides everything. So I think maybe oh, the movie okay. was trying to make a good, make a point about the benefits of capitalism in a society. <laughs> in the 60s? Yeah. <laughs> So Santa is a is a is a jitterbugging jitterbug who is mercilessly capitalistic. Well, he's well, no, Santa's not way. capitalistic because he just gives it away. That would be the opposite. He gives he's it away. Gives it away. Gives it away. Now, big sleigh. He gets he gets cutbacks. Uh, cutbacks. What's what's the term? Oh, you kickback. think he's getting a kickback? Yeah, I think he's getting a kickback. Uh, you think he gets a percentage of like so like he buys he the not? toy. And that's free advertising for whoever the toy company is, and you think that they're giving yeah. him like a little bit of uh, on the back well, he, end. He's a huge brand name. There's no way he's not milking. Yeah, it. if Santa's giving Nintendos instead of Segas, that's huge for Nintendo. Yeah. So what? Uh, yeah, again, if he's got the cut, if he's doing it, then these elves really serve no purpose. But he needs in order to get the funding to come in, he needs to say, "Look at all the workers I have to employ." Oh, he's like an ant queen. Yeah. <laughs> he's running a hive. Oh man, he's been a bug and, and he's the got whole a, time. <laughs> his his stomach shakes like a bowl full of royal jelly. Oh, I should point um. out on Mars they don't have elves, obviously, so they just have a machine that makes all the toys. So, so they <laughs> transplant Santa into That's a amazing. recreation of his it's own like infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Terraria. Santa's kind of depressed because he doesn't have the elves. All he does is just push buttons. He's like, eh. This is kind of depressing. I liked it better when I was <laughs> on the floor. The same exploitation. I liked it better when. I liked it better when I was on the floor, when I could be part of the process. Now I'm just, I'm the, the, uh, I'm the overtocracy, I'm the president. Like, well, I mean, the elves, n the elves notoriously do not own the product of their labor, right? So, I mean, like, yeah, as like the proletariat, they are oppressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually don't think insect mode would be particularly useful on Mars specifically, because, like, Okay, you could be a venomous insect, but their physiology is completely different on Mars. Uh, they don't ah. have much of an atmosphere, so stink stuff, flying. Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of problems here. He, he cockroach. He could. He could be a cockroach. But if if Santa is trying to supplant the toy making autonomous dynasty that is this weird Martian machine, mm -hmm. you know. Depending on their technology level, like that clearly outstrips our own, uh, Santa is not going to be able to fight them one on one. He's not going to be able to take down this machine from the outside. He's going to need to go inside the machine. That is exactly, and that's where the insect mode comes in. That is exactly you think he's what gonna... happens in the movie. <laughs> he fights back with the machine and, and defeats the evil Martian who's trying to get rid of Santa with toys. 
Yes, yeah, see, we were all it's, shocked it's, into silence by the prospect of what uh, we're talking about. It's competitive brand identity. It's competitive brand identity. Somebody just... else is giving free toys. Yeah. And Santa says, quit horning in on my territory, bucko. I'm going to become a cicada. <laughs> that catchphrase. And, 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 uh, and 17 years from now, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> oh if what if it was like christmas like all of the presents got saved up and you just get it once every 17 years i'm really interested in christmas cicada like, claws what santa's <laughs> job is on mars like <laughs> revolutions are different does he use the, the 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 earth calendar does he does he adopt the martian calendar Santa Which, on Mars. Does he know when people are sleeping or when weekend. they're awake? Like they must have a different, there it is. you know, sleep schedule. And what happens on Earth? That was there's a power vacuum. Yeah. Mm. That's a huge. Who's gonna take their place? Oh, you think that Martians were like uh, collaborating or, or with uh, like Hasbro or something? <laughs> oh, Hasbro's so like, there's good. no Santa. Here we go, boys. <laughs> He's cutting into our margins. That would be Parker almost Brothers like a really. Like, we we can't go against Hasbro. That would almost be like a really clever takedown of like capitalist intrigue, and and how they're only trying to profit themselves and not actually delivering a service. <laughs> it was Bob Iger the whole time. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> he he <laughs> turned into a giant yellow jacket, Iger, and we were fucked. <laughs> Are we Ooh. done talking about Santa Claus conquers the Martians? I don't know why I love that. Yeah, place. I mean, not really. <laughs> well, I didn't actually watch it. I didn't even know it was. A yeah, I feel like I'm going to be thinking about it for for ages. It, but, it was uh... the, the second Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode I ever saw. Oh. oh. Yeah. What was the first? Ega E E G A H, which is about um, a butt ugly teen star Arch Hall Jr. Uh, his girlfriend and his girlfriend's dad, who was actually the director of the movie and Arch Hall Jr.'s dad in real life find like a like a prehistoria man who's like seven foot tall mm -hmm. living out in a cave and basically uh ruin his life and then they they escape come back and then he's like well i'm you know you ruined my life i guess i'm gonna come back and ruin yours and comes back and then is he the titular ega yes he is the titular ega great i thought you said egot originally EGOT. like the like like, Grammy, like Grammy, Oprah. oscar tony right and then manos was the third episode i ever saw Mm, hands of fate um of course ali or nick do either of you have a holiday movie uh well i have i i guess it, it like I'm, I'm indecisive so either um this isn't really a movie but more like uh any lifetime movie that's come out in the past oh, like, like five like years yeah like the, <laughs> okay they all have the same plot points like the same like annoying child divorcee whatever um or uh jingle all the way christmas classic <laughs> the, the ultimate capitalist movie yeah, yeah yeah i think most of that plot is just arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad fighting in various places i'm pretty sure and yeah. various i don't hijinks, actually have but i want to hear this because like i i haven't i'm not actually familiar oh so, man you would here's love the, here's the thing i'm it's i'm a, in for it's a, good a, time. It's a I, I, delight yeah the kid from to, phantom menace wants i watched a, it for yeah. uh uh the podcast that uh gary lane and i do uh, did uh, 90s pop culture grab bag check it out wherever you check out your podcast um so we had to watch that movie i'm watching it 
Brie comes in for like the last like half hour or so, and she's like, "This movie sucks so That's bad." That's a very hard movie to come. <laughs> and in I at was half like, hour mark. "I mean, it's not great, but there's some fun." And then the last ten minutes of the movie happened, and she was glued to the screen. She <laughs> was like, like, "This is amazing." Are they like fighting on scaffolding? But then there's like tears, like his son is there, and he's like, "I'm so." Sorry. There's like a giant parade that's being you know blown up i mean it's crazy which by the way why is there a parade happening the day before christmas i never quite understood that no, well, you well, not christmas, christmas. Christmas. for christmas like the, the, they're yeah. celebrating with your family with their parade family i mean the basic plot parade of it, families <laughs> yeah is that like you couldn't do this movie today because we have ebay huh oh you couldn't do this movie today. We have eBay, so. Oh yes, he could. He could pay thousands of dollars. Well, that that's part of it. Is like he's not like a super like. No one in the movie is well off, and like he he is yeah. a, you know workaholic guy never sees. And then he he had his one job was to get Turbo Man for the kid who he like he's like misses his kids' events and stuff. Like he's just you know. Classic, uh, classic dopey uh, overworked absent. dad. Uh, yes, and but then he forgets oh, this to do it because he's get so the right overworked. Toy um, and then he goes mm-hmm. to a. I remember, you're uh, my number one customer. <laughs> and I think it's like, well, this this could just also it could have happened in like eBay land too. He basically goes to like a counterfeit, like it's like a, like a knockoff, mm-hmm. like a, like just like 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 stolen toys, like knockoff. And not to give anything oh, away, man. but yeah. it is run by a group of sweaty <laughs> overweight guys. <laughs> <laughs> All dressed as Santa Claus. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a Santa, Santa bomb. Santa and, and him and Sinbad come across right the over. only Turbo Man, I think. And the whole, it's like that, mm-hmm. you know, the classic like Black Friday, like there's the last one or whatever. And they have like a five minute they a... live fight sequence over it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. For about now. Thank God those That's Black awesome. Friday fights don't happen that. anymore because first it was the Cabbage Patch kids, then mm. it was people beating each other up for Nintendo. Then it was Tickle Power Rangers. And amazingly, this movie came out before Tickle Me Elmo, which surprises me. Mm. You'd think that there people would have seen the movie yeah. and learned their lesson. <laughs> nope. Parents so, are so still Allie. willing to crawl on their feet, literally <laughs> crawl to get a Tickle Me Elmo. Mm. Ellie, yeah. what would happen Radio if in, in Jingle All the Way, if uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had lava surfing mastery? What? That's like, that power was designed <laughs> in a lab for him, clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lava surfing mastery. I mean, all of New York. Oh, I think it's set in New York. Would just be like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking of a like you know end of Game of Thrones situation. You know, Mad Queen style. Everything's covered in lava. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he's just the parade, surfing like the on lava, holding a Turbo Man, bringing it to his kid. Yeah, but there's a, a wave of death and destruction in his you know whole path. Maybe maybe he ends up like. I don't know, destroying the studio where, where Turbo Man's, like, stuff is filmed. Who knows? He just, uh, mm-hmm. he mass destructs everything around him. I don't know, maybe he, Honestly, he loves his kid's, like, childhood best friend. The death toll is high. Phil deserves to die in lava in that movie. <laughs> Who does? Phil Hartman. He is yeah. so gross and grody like why is this dude allowed why are all these why do all these moms want to fuck phil hartman it is is implied that he has had sex with every mom living in this one street that might have gone over my head i bake cookies deborah and like panties are dropping left and right (laughs) 
you're married to Arnold Schwarzenegger and you choose Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. Like, well, what? like who wins that? Like, ooh, what? what? Hang on a second. What? We're still talking about Jingle All the Way. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. this is diverting the same into movie. a different movie. Same movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nick, movie. you must be confused. You're talk <laughs> We're talking about the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger fights a bunch of disappointing Santa's. dads for, no, for a turbo No, just bad, really. Who's a postal yeah. worker? Okay. You're you're so you're you're launching into a different movie no, now. But I wanna I wanna stick on just jingle. Movie. <laughs> you're mistaken, Nick. That's not this possible. is the one that's good to Turbo Man or my wife would leave me for a pudgy middle aged white guy who lives in the neighborhood who has nothing to contribute other than baked goods. Really? I, I mean, um, and his son can I sucks. Divert for a second for lava surfing mastery sure. being a really funny power narratively because <laughs> every time. There is lava. It is high drama situation. Oh, you don't think it's a wipeout theme? I mean, like imagine it's Gollum having lava surfing mastery. Sure, but this is all just a build up for Arnold Schwarzenegger to do a camera take and go surfs up. Well, I'm picturing, you know how he calls into the radio show and they're like, oh, six caller. What if it What if it was like, we're in, instead of that scene, have it's a lava surfing competition. On, well, because he's the running. The competition. Yeah, but well, he's also running able... down the street to the radio station. <laughs> well, if they're having a contest of lava surfing, that would clearly mean that he is not the only person that has this capability. Yeah, does Sinbad, is well, Sinbad a also a, yeah, this is the universe, you know, because like how is Sinbad so, going yeah, to thwart is... a lava surfing master how, for an hour? This is a lava surfing culture the second that was the second prize you get on star search is like oh you didn't win the contract but you get lava surfing as your runner-up gift it, mm. you basically take the instead of new york we're in bionicle land yeah oh great it just happens all the time but then he yeah. needs to get a bionicle yeah, instead of a one right there, man that's, that's like mixing like licensing situations <laughs> oh it's gonna be hell for legal <laughs> yeah like but god damn Marvel. it, this idea is gold. We have to push through. Liquid gold flowing the through the streets. The words come down. Iger's calling it. <laughs> Does Disney own Lego yet? No, still a privately owned wow. company. A family owned private really? company. They're not publicly traded. Nice. That's wild. Well I did not played. know that. Isn't that crazy? Well yeah. played Danish toy maker. Well played. Yeah, so the fact that they built Legoland down there next to all those Disney properties, power move, oh. Lego. Wow. Yeah, that's a diss track. <laughs> it is also something of a hermit crab situation, which is yeah. pretty funny because it's in the old Cypress Gardens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's like a plantation manor and there's like still like the same. There's still like, you know, uh, probably bodies show. of those water skiers. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, some some rose hedgerows. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is gonna be. This is like when when Santa leaves to go to Mars, and the power vacuum gets filled in by by Disney, um, or KB Toys. Lego just fucking takes over the hermit crab shell that they leave behind. Mm. I love that it cascades I, all the way down. I love that you picked KB Toys. You didn't even pick the big <laughs> toy magnate of toys. Yeah, I, I didn't pick KB Toys. Where 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 are stores today? I don't. I don't actually know what stores exist anymore. Is this like something to prove if we're an android, our heads will explode? <laughs> stores, stores. I don't think tell me which of these pictures contains error. traffic light. Oh man! Well, lava surfing, great. 
dash it down a cupid pants of it. Yeah, he either uh, wholesomely yeah, wins a contest or kills half of New York uh, in order to get this this toy. Sort of and thing. honestly, I don't think you have to change the conceit at all for Lava Surfing Mastery to work in a Hallmark movie either. Mm. Like, I think that just fits in one to one. Yeah, yeah, like like it, it some... destroys the candy cane factory or something. Or <laughs> it depends on if if the love interest has Lava Surfing, the villain, you know, the protagonist, oh, yeah, yeah. you know. With her I'm, big a big, city I'm a big fancy lava, lava surfer in the city. <laughs> There's got to be some Hallmark movie where it's like some poorly CGI'd superhero who doesn't have enough time for his gal. Ooh, Ooh that actually sounds pretty good. And if not, we must write it. There's and kind of a Doctor Hallmark Who episode like, like that, right? Dollars. Is there? Yeah, like the kid. Cite your sources. The We're kid accidentally swallows some gem from. I don't know, Klaxicon <laughs> Four or some shit. Have any choking hazard <laughs> the kid warnings swallows on a it. gem. Yeah. Right, and the gem like becomes part of him, so he's super vibes. That's how gems work. <laughs> Nick, do you have a holiday movie for us? Uh, I mean, Die Hard. <laughs> I, I that oh, was my backup. And the debate rages on. Yeah. Google officially uh, classifies Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I was googling Christmas movies. It has all the necessary. It has all the necessary elements. And my, happens on if, Christmas. My only stipulation is that whatever the power is, it goes to Argyle. Oh, absolutely. Argyle with some guns, sort guns. of sock no, master? That's, uh, that's RoboCop. I actually Argyle? haven't seen Die Argyle's Hard. Argyle's the, li- the limo driver. The like cool, hip, uh, like oh. 19-year-old limo driver. Who's um who's Snape? Alan, Alan Rickman is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking. Of. Okay. okay. So, uh, in this in this diehard scenario, this limo driver, yeah. what if he had the power of super spit? <laughs> I mean, great. How, how super is this? Is super there a scene spit? in the Can movie where this? is there a scene in the movie where Bruce Willis has to squeeze through a very very tight space? Am I remembering that wrong? Because if yeah, was, yeah, then... vents. No, no, yeah, that would be very helpful. Jail all the like... way with Phil Hartman. Yeah, he can just, he can just <laughs> spit acid and get down through any part of the duct. He doesn't have to no. go through the whole duct. No, no, no. I was thinking that he could like spit on him to make him less to make him slippery. He could so lube he him could, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's different a bit. You know, there's different parts of this power. The spit can do many great things. It can cause explosions. It can cut through stuff. It can slip and slide. It can, oh, it can have generic gross. super. It can enable Not you to swallow. Like, food. Is there is there a scene in Die Hard like a lot of the like like. I guess action movie cliche of like you know that like someone gets picked up and then they like spit in the guy's face after the guy's like I have you now and then it's like fuck you yeah there's a lot of large <laughs> blonde men fighting uh, uh, Bruce Willis then uh, Argyle could get in there and just fight yeah. with him and spit in their faces yeah. he, great. every time does you get picked take... up by your by your collar like like a like yeah. middle school bully does the movie take does the movie take place in Chicago. No, it takes place oh. in Los Angeles. Because I really wanted to be the same universe as Family Matters. He's he's uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, why? Well, because well, he does transfer. No because the dad is the the dad from Family Matters. The cop yeah, dad from Family Matters Johnson. is the same cop oh. from Die Hard, and that's why well, that's how he got cast. Transfer when he shoots a kid. I shot a kid. Hang on. So. T- the, the, Everybody the, needs the, to watch Die Hard. That movie's yeah. great. So Argyle gets super spit, but yeah. the other cop, the guy from Family Matters, he gets feline physiology. He can turn into a cat person. <laughs> That's what I really want to know. Reginald Bell Johnson with cat physiology. Uh, yeah, the minute the, the Johnson and Johnson, no relation, show up, he could like sneak into the building to warn John. I'm not convinced there's no relation. 
<laughs> I think they're hiding. I'm Agent something. Johnson. This is Agent Johnson. No relation. <laughs> is he in Die Hard too? I don't remember. Johnson and Johnson, they die. Oh, oh Val Johnson. No, 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 no yes, yes. Oh, he calls him. Are you but telling it's me like there's a, a cameo. third Johnson? Oh. Uh, I think that um, just generically speaking, for action movies, Super Spit is pretty good to have mm-hmm. because at some point in the action movie. You're not going to be able to use a gun. You ran out of bullets mm-hmm. or it got knocked out of your hand. Something is it's going like to require hand to hand combat. Like in to Popeye, I feel like they're super spit. Doesn't he like. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of spittoon cartoon like ability. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like breaking the spittoon urn that exists in every bar in the mm-hmm. 50s for whatever reason. Yeah. Man, if Bruce Willis. If that, if that limo driver chewed anyone, tobacco, man. oh man, we'd all be doomed. Well, that's the thing. So, like, Argyle also has to, like, stop. There's one bad guy left back in the truck in the parking garage. So he could, you know, take that dude out with the the super spit. And this guy would have the worst, like, lift ratings. (laughs) (laughs) One star wouldn't stop spitting. You could could use, like, a movie, like, like, you know, like, movie as rope, you know? Like, if if we're talking. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, real nasty, but you got to escape. I mean, lives are at stake, you know? Like as a grappling hook, just like spitting up there yeah. and like retracting like, like a weird big frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's numerous. All things considered, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Yeah. Bruce Willis, Willis does have to rappel down the building at one point, doesn't he? He jumps um, off the top of the building when they blow it up, and he ties the um, uh, fire hose around himself. Now Thank it's you. Loogie. You're welcome. No fire hose. Yeah. Now it's loogie. <laughs> <laughs> Fundamentally. No fire hose necessary. Yeah. Meanwhile, the the cop who is now and a cat is stuck in the he he he's stuck in the building when it exploded. But he will land on his feet. But the the ah. laser pointers that they have on their guns, they just distract <laughs> him with. <laughs> oh no! Actually, makes him less effective as a cat. Hans, booby. <laughs> everybody watch Die Hard? I gotta watch it again. It's yeah, so you're, good. you're killing it. No. Alan Rickman's American accent when he gets caught is maybe like one of the top seven British people doing American ever. No, I loved him doing. (laughs) uh, And and that's a pretty. That's a pretty. That's that's a that's a tight race. That's like that's a that's a saturated field. Remember the king. Did you ever see the King of the Hill episode where they have the medieval times and he's the uh, the king of the fair? No. The best thing is I have the, seen every King of the Hill. The best episode, thing is at yeah. the end where he switches mid. He's like, "You are being sued for all the worth in your land and are being sexually harassed." Oh <laughs> crap! I'm gonna lose my farm. <laughs> um, oh my God! <laughs> you're one of them. Isn't that the one where Peggy leads a a, a sexual revolution? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I cannot believe I've not seen this one. I've seen like most. Yeah, it's, that's that sounds worth it. <laughs> it's it's basically Hank Hill has to pretend to be a Renaissance fair guy, <laughs> and he hates that's it. my favorite. Um, <laughs> that's like, the whole like plot thing of King of the Hill episodes is when yeah. Hank has to deal with like hippies, yoga instructors, he has to do <laughs> <with> like just <laughs> anything that isn't used to Japanese society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, my my first exposure to the uh, Die Hard franchise was mm. in a book of puzzles I had as a kid where it referenced Die Hard 3. Yes. Where it said, like, you have this uh, this container that can hold three gallons and this one that can hold five. Can you weigh out exactly four gallons of water? Mm. Yeah, because I think that's when they're strapped to a, a bomb. Child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Wait, so the writers of Die Hard 3 were doing, like, children's logic puzzles? What? I, I don't... It's a weird crossover. I they don't were really know. Running out of, they were really running out of steam by the third movie. That now Why the hell did they make a fourth? Did they make a fourth? There's, like, seven. Oh, my gosh. Didn't, yeah, oh, yeah, they made another one recently, Die Hard with Vengeance or something. Well, there's, like, yeah, there's Die, there's die Hard 1. Die, die Hard, hard two. 1. Die Hard 3, uh, which I think is Vengeance. Die <laughs> Harder. Are you just going to list numbers? Are you just gonna count up for a while? Well, yeah. Die Harder, I think, is four. That's the one it's with like Timothy Oliphant. We, we have to guess hey, when German, he's gone too far. In German, you're just saying the hard a bunch of times. Mm. Well, <laughs> die hard. I love German. Which, funnily um, enough, is the name of the porno knockup of Die Hard. Ah, uh, I don't think that's an accident. The names of the Die Hards make so much more sense than the names of the Rambos. Mm -hmm. Rambo one, First Blood. First Blood. Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo right. 3, Rambo, what was Rambo 4? Isn't it a First the Blood Empire again? It's like First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3. <laughs> were, were any of the Rambo's holiday movies? Do any of those count? Uh, it's always in first, Vietnam, right? Well, the first one he blows holiday. up a depart He blows up like a uh, small uh, sporting goods store. Come so. visit beautiful uh. Vietnam. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any other uh, uh, holiday movies they want to discuss? All of mine are very obscure and require a lot of plot synopses. Yeah, I, I don't think we can handle another one of those. <laughs> Santa with muscles. Uh, She's about, a big city worker and he works at a Christmas tree farm. But will they get together if they don't get along because she doesn't like dogs, but his daughter turned into a dog? Find Probably. out on the Hallmark channel. Wait, his daughter well, turned into a dog? Okay, I've never watched... I can honestly say I've a never Christmas watched a Hallmark farm. movie in my life, and I'm betting most of the people in this call have never. Seen I, I, this, this is somewhere where I do okay. have some knowledge in that okay. uh, my parents <laughs> love them, and uh, yes, uh, up until maybe a couple of years ago, it was just playing nonstop, like because they they just, just have them, you know, it's just like that's all the movie, that's all the okay. channel does. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so I've I've seen like on in the background, uh, probably ha like a half dozen. Do they ever do they ever go yeah. just completely off the chain? Well, I was no. just saying, no. in reference to what Nick said, does it ever end? In reference to what Nick said, does it ever end with, oh man, you know, I like you, but this relationship just isn't going to work out? Yeah, I know. Well, you're a very good <laughs> person. Shit. I hope we can still be friends. Usually, yeah. does with it ever like end the, like that? The uh, nasty no. big city They're boyfriend always... she's leaving and or husband, where she goes to emotionally cheat on like whatever you know, hot small town babe is around. If if she's in a previous yeah. relationship, that doesn't work out rom com style. But that's okay because the uh, divorced dad who's really good with his hmm. shitty kid uh, is, is here yeah. to pick up. As the long pieces. as she's not single by the end no, of the that, movie, no, that would be that would never. The happen. world spins mm -hmm. on. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Man, they are. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised they keep making. It's, it's a it's a kind of fucked up niche category of movie, Josh. <laughs> and, and they're, yeah, they're it's called trying Mormon to get, porn. Uh, like there was yes. controversy. I've not <laughs> seen any of these. They've been trying to holding. diversify them because they've you know obviously been entirely white uh yeah. no 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 even yeah. like burnett's allowed you yeah know? they <laughs> so have like, an italian oh, yeah yeah uh, italian did they did do they just kind of do the thing where they're like these are black people but they're just gonna behave yes. like all yeah they, they just do. it's kind <laughs> of like yeah. an old navy commercial or something like if that makes oh sense. yeah um this is like, makes i don't believe sense. all these black people actually want these old navy clothes she prefers <laughs> Abercrombie. she prefers yeah. fitch this is an and evil genre they have, movie. They have I, a I gay cannot... one too now i guess so <laughs> but, what? yeah there's a no gay, way I heard, yeah i i forget i've not I've this not... has to be hallmark knockoff maybe i yeah do some googling if it's if it's not Lifetime home. Hallmark is a privately owned company, too. Yeah, just a disgusting, disgusting thing I say before I drive to the Hallmark store to get my mother's Christmas gift. <laughs> mm. 
Um, I do have uh, a couple other movies I want to briefly mention. Okay. Um, Eight Crazy Nights, the Adam Sandler oh, film. Yeah. Where he, yes, yes. He uh, yeah. causes mayhem for a while and then everyone forgives him. I posit, what if he had shuffle proficiency? Just give him a shovel. Uh, Let him go to town. Oh, he's a menace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he would not be stopped. He'd be digging like, a, already for a that little short old guy to fall into or something. Oh. Whitey. Whitey. He'd use it to torment Whitey for sure. Well, he doesn't so. need it to torment Whitey. He gets by on his own. Whitey is no, what he would do. He the, Listen, I recently watched this for the Carton cast. I have a yeah. big... I have a lot of memories about it. The overwhelming memory is that he is, despite being a loser, alcoholic, like, do-nothing kind of menace to society, he is by far the most athletic person <laughs> in that whole town. <laughs> if he has a shovel... You know, I mean, he is from New Hampshire, so, like, that actually tracks. Yes. <laughs> he would At be a shovel knight. in the movie does he go, many Oh, almost certainly. That's like that's a rejoinder. Yeah, that's the catchphrase. <laughs> that's the catchphrase. Yeah. And then um, this is just because I want to hear Nick's Jimmy Stewart impression. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, and Clarence. He, and he has this power. It is called <laughs> indomitable sexuality. There is that yeah. scene. Clarence, Clarence, I need you to come come with me on this bridge in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is that very, very sexually, uh, not ambiguous, sexually tense scene where they are listening to the phone together. Oh. Sam, Sam Wainwright's on the phone. It was scandalous at the time. It was. Thank you, I Frank don't know Capra. if I've ever seen It's a Wonderful Life in its entirety. You you just I know mean, the memes. Yeah. yeah, you must have seen. I mean, I, I'm sure I've seen it sectioned. Disparate pieces. Yeah, <clears throat> I, was, I Our, saw Harvey a lot as a kid. Our okay. <laughs> drama department was so void when I was in grade school that our senior play was basically just "It's a Wonderful Life" but without Christmas. Great. No, it was <laughs> not I mean, great. It was a very very unfun of... situation. It's a life. Tis the ambiguous season. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Uh, has anybody seen that weird, like, 2001, 2002 Muppet version of It's a Wonderful Life with, uh, where fucking Whoopi Goldberg no. is God and Joe Rogan shows up? Who is Joe Rogan in this <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. I have seen a conspiracy theory about that because, um... That Whoopi Goldberg ridiculous. is God? No, no, no. Whoopi Goldberg so, is God, yeah. Apparently, um, so the movie comes out in 2002, <clears throat> okay. but they made a lot of it in 2001, before 9-11. And so Kermit <clears throat> says, what if I had never been born... And they show a scene of what if he had never been born? The two towers are still up. <laughs> oh. Somehow Kermit causes 9 11. This, this is like that. Uh, it's like the butterfly that uh, Robert Zemeckis did 9 11. And uh, <laughs> at one point, he's going through the entire plot of Back of the Future. And at one point, this guy says, this movie is literally crawling with 9-11s. <laughs> you're aware of that. I, I remember. You're aware of the conspiracy that Elvis is in Home Alone? What? Yes. Yes. There is a what? there is a very well-written thing that, that tries to argue that one of the extras in the airport scene when John Candy shows up is Elvis, and that Elvis had to fake his death, but because he loves Hollywood so much, he has to reinvigorate himself by being extras in movies. 
Oh man, conspiracy <laughs> theories of are of, of of yesteryear are just so quaint compared to what we get now. <laughs> right. There's nothing actionable it's I can like, do to harm society about believing in Elvis. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, the grassy knoll, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> yeah. Although Fluoride that's really not a conspiracy. Water. Tupac. It's, it's pretty much just agreed. Yeah, they just beat him to death and then buried him somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Like, oh, like the CIA, CIA experimented on people with, like, LSD. <laughs> like, oh, what's such mm-hmm. good? That didn't actually happen, right? Well, that's what did MK Ultra yesterday. stand for, anyway? <laughs> well, on that cheery note, thanks for coming by. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for a lovely Merry holiday Christmas. season with the Empowered crew. I'm in contact with Ted Kaczynski! <laughs> we all are, me. in our hearts. Yeah. And, <laughs> listener, if you have are you a listening, holiday listener? power... To share with us, go ahead and send it in to fancybat.empowered at gmail.com, an email I've made and have not used since making it. Uh, and from all of us to all of you, uh, I want to live. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> that made more sense. <laughs> Let's go kidnap Santa. There we go. That's a quote from... Let's go fuck up a kid. <laughs> I'm going to get you with the shovel. I'm going to get a turbo, man. Oh, this is Michael Caine. Yeah, all things considered, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. I'm Reginald Bell Johnson. No, oh, yeah. yeah. very <laughs> I'd love that you have a sleigh bell for podcasting needs at the ready. <laughs>